0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, July 25th, 2019. Wow, what a week. Um, (laughs) We have a new prime minister in Great Britain. And this story is uh, kind of interesting to me because I was acquainted with the new Prime Minister back in our mutual Oxford Union days. Um, I even participated a little bit in his campaign to win the presidency of the Oxford Union. He lost that campaign to a, a, another gentleman by the name of Neil Sherlock. But uh, this this story intrigues me because... Um, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, or Bojo, as we nicknamed him back at the time, uh, and that's a nickname apparently that's stuck in some quarters, uh, is now in 10 Downing Street as the leader of the Tory party and the leader of the British government in the House of Commons. So I want to talk today about some of the things that he's facing. There's an excellent article that I've linked for you in uh, when I post this that was over at Business Insider this article is by Samantha Lee and the article title is five big problems Boris Johnson has to deal with on his first day as prime minister now before I forget we do have a vid chat tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock US central time as always I'll be in the chat room Uh, early for a little bit of uh, extemporary conversation. Please don't forget to get your questions in uh, so that we can have a good vid chat tomorrow. But anyway, back to this article. The article lists several things that Prime Minister Johnson is going to have to deal with. The first is renegotiating Brexit. The second is preparing for a no-deal Brexit. The third is getting ready for a general election election. The fourth is opening Britain's purse strings, and number five is dealing with Trump. And obviously, I want to focus on Brexit, because Mr. Johnson has made that the cornerstone of his now successful campaign to become the Tory party leader. So we're going to be focusing at the beginning of this article on the first three things. Now, if you don't know anything about what's been going on in Great Britain, the biggest problem that Mr. Johnson is going to face is the internal opposition within his own party. And there has been speculation all along that at some point, if he renegotiates a deal, he's going to have to either get those re- revel- Tory MPs on board or call a general election. And we're going to be talking about that possibility in just a minute. So here we go. Quote, the most pressing issue Facing Boris Johnson is the one that brought down Theresa May, Brexit. The former foreign secretary has pledged to look into the eyes of EU leaders and renegotiate the Brexit deal that Theresa May agreed with the EU. Crucially, he has pledged to rip up the controversial Northern Ireland backstop of the agreement, which is designed to prevent a hard border emerging between the United Kingdom and Ireland once Britain leaves the EU. And that was indeed the sticking point because the deal that <clears throat> Prime Minister May had negotiated was that that border between the Irish Republic and the United Kingdom was to remain open. So in other words, the, the problem was there was kind of a back door around the Brexit for an open border with all the problems that we've seen associated with that concept in the rest of Europe. Quote, the EU's chief Brexit negotiator, Uh, Michel Barnier and multiple EU leaders have repeatedly said that this element of the withdrawal agreement cannot be renegotiated and warned that Johnson's hardline stance is pushing Britain toward a no-deal exit. Some conservative members of Parliament believe this is a bluff and are confident that Johnson can succeed where May failed, even if Johnson is successful. At renegotiating a deal, passing it through the Houses of Parliament will be incredibly difficult. May failed several times to pass her own deal through the Commons, and it is difficult to see how any new deal likely to be agreed to by the EU would fare much better. Uh, And that again, remember, May's deal did have that Irish open border. Continuing, as business leader... As Business Insider revealed earlier this year, much of the warehouse space needed to prepare for a no-deal Brexit is no longer available. The government departments in charge of Brexit preparations have also suffered an exodus of senior staff members in recent months. They've seen the government cry wolf before. Uh, An individual told Business Insider, they'll be seeing Boris saying the odds of no deal are a million to one against and MPs saying that they want to stop the deal. That's the stuff that will stick. They're saying that we've been here before and it didn't happen. Why would we spend the money again doing it? An incoming prime minister could ultimately opt to suspend parliament in order to force through Brexit. However, doing so would be politically explosive and may not even be possible. Just last week, rebel conservative members of parliament inflicted a heavy defeat on the government when they voted for an amendment designed to prevent the next prime minister, that's now Mr. Johnson, from suspending parliament in order to force through a no-deal Brexit. The measure, which passed by a majority of 41, secured the support of large numbers of conservative rebels with several current government ministers also abstaining. Now, this brings up something that if you've been following the Brexit story that Nigel Farage mentioned just recently in an interview, and that is that it's very difficult given the current makeup of the House of Commons. To put through any renegotiated deal. That's just the reality. So it may end up that Mr. Johnson will have to recall, will have to call a general election sometime between now and the hard Brexit date of October 31st, which he has pledged that it's going to happen one way or the other. All right. So let's given let's go into this general election business. Quote: Given that Mr. Johnson has promised to deliver Brexit no matter what. He may ultimately have little choice but to go back to the country and hold a general election. But conservative MPs really don't want to do that. The party is currently experiencing historic lows in the opinion polls and came in a disastrous fourth place in the recent European Parliament elections, which incidentally, again, uh, Nigel Farage's UKIP party did rather well uh, in that, in that uh, European parliamentary election. And that's the problem because a lot of Tory support evaporated during the European parliamentary elections, and a lot of that support went to Mr. Farage's party. And this is the dilemma now that Mr. Johnson has. With so many voters who backed them at the last election fleeing to the Brexit party and the Liberal Democrats, almost no Conservative MPs are keen to rush in to another vote. Another Conservative MP said an election would only happen if Parliament brought a no-confidence vote against the next Prime Minister in order to prevent a no-deal Brexit. And let me stop and remind you that that also is a lingering possibility kind of in the wings because the Conservative Party's majority now in the House of Commons is down to just five members of Parliament. In other words, five votes are what is sustaining that government. So it is feasible, it is possible that you could have a vote of no confidence arise at some point during this whole process against Mr. Johnson. On the other hand, He has also got to weigh the possibility that if he is successful in appealing to that segment of the Tory party that abandoned the Tories in the last European parliamentary elections and went to Nigel Farage's Brexit party, if he's successful in appealing to that wing of the party and bringing them back into the fold, if he senses that he can do that, he might indeed want to try for a general election gambling, and it's a big gamble, that he would be able to bring that element of the party back into the fold. So in other words, he is in a politically very, very difficult situation. All right, And I'm going to get back to that uh, in a moment here at the end with some anecdotal uh, stories. If the conservative party experiences a surge in the polls following Johnson's election, the temptation to go back to the country could be too much to resist. And that, again, depends on how successful he may be in pulling the Tories that abandoned the Tory party back into the party, those Tories that went to Nigel Farage's Brexit party. So he is, he is dancing on a tightrope. Uh, And the other problem that he faces is he has promised to go through with a hard Brexit, with a no-deal Brexit on October 31st if he's unsuccessful in renegotiating aspects of the deal to leave the European Union. So this is the problem that he faces. Um, If he's successful in any appeal to the Tory deserters, let's call them, then that's probably going to be a signal that he might try to call a general election. Uh, So it's a very, very difficult situation to read. But here's the difficulty. Um, As I indicated at the beginning of this, I was acquainted with Mr. Johnson. He, He would not obviously remember me now. But I was acquainted with him back when we were both in, in, at the University of Oxford and in the Oxford Union. And he did run for the presidency of the Oxford Union, uh, losing, as I said, to a gentleman by the name of Neil Sherlock. But my impression of the man then and my observations of him now remain more or less the same. Uh, Johnson is a wheeler dealer. Uh, and he will, he will make promises, and he's a good negotiator uh, when it comes down to, to things. And he, he also has a, a kind of a stubborn streak. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. So it could be that we are looking at someone that was chosen to head the Tory party precisely because, and this is the point I really wanted to get to, the last European parliamentary elections really left uh, both Labour and the Conservative Party, the Tory party, in a bit of shock because they both did very poorly and lost support to some of these new parties and the Tories in particular to Mr. Farage's Brexit party. So my suspicion is that Mr. Johnson was was chosen as the leader of the party and now uh, the leader of the government to bring back and and to heal those rifts within the Tory party and re-establish it as a as a major political force in the United Kingdom and it's all going to depend on whether or not number one he's successful on delivering brexit of any sort this is this is a key he has pledged to try to renegotiate but he's also pledged to take the United Kingdom out of the European Union one way or another. So that's number one. And number two, he's got to stitch that uh, old Thatcherite dry element of the party, if I can, if I can refer to it that way, uh, back into the party in order to cement its position in the government. So he's got his work cut out for him, but I suspect... Uh, knowing knowing Bojo, that he's got some sort of plan in his head or plan in the offing that he's shared with very few people on how he plans to do this. The real key is going to be to watch the British Parliament if they have general elections. If he calls for general elections, then that's an indicator that he is relatively secure and willing to take the gamble, but relatively secure in the idea that he might pick up seats in the House of Commons rather than lose them. Time will tell whether any of this prediction is going to happen. The other idea of suspending a parliament, I just don't see uh, Mr. Johnson as doing that. Um, It's not really his style. If he did that, it would be because his back is to the wall. So this is going to be a very interesting story to watch in the coming weeks and to see how he tries to renegotiate the Brexit deal and how he tries to try and knit the Tory party back together. So an individual to watch, uh, definitely. He is a Wheeler dealer. Uh, He knows how to play politics and play politics very, very well. So it'll be interesting to watch the United Kingdom. So anyway, don't forget tomorrow we have the vid chat at... uh, 2 p.m. United States Central Time. And please get, I've already got some questions, but please get your questions emailed to me uh, because I have a feeling it's going to be one of those vid chats. And yes, for those of you wondering, these are new, <laughs> these are new spectacles. I bought two pair, uh, the other kind of square kind, and and then this which is the more round frames. Anyway, I hope to see everybody tomorrow for vid chat. Watch Mr. Johnson. He's going to be an interesting fellow to follow in the next few weeks. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Bye bye and God bless.